0: My name is Jonathan Rivera, and you are listening to the Welcome to the Future podcast. This is a space where we bring people that we consider friends and family to have conversations about church, ministry, and how to lead the next generation in this current culture. And so I want to ask you that you do us a favor. If you're listening to this podcast right now, go ahead and do me a favor. Uh, Subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, make sure that you leave us a review. It helps a ton. And uh, look us up, FMD Youth. And so today i'm in a super good mood for a couple of reasons uh number one this week the orlando magic beat the golden state warriors which is a pretty big deal um number two uh right now i am at faith assembly of god and uh, we are having our youth convention right now audience can you make some noise for me real quick and so it's been super cool. Uh, we have hundreds of young people from all across the state of Florida, and we're having a good time. And uh, and last but not least, I've been able to hang out with some friends. And so last uh, yesterday, I was able to shoot a podcast with my friend Becky Johnson, who preached a fire word on Friday night. And today, I'm excited to have one of my close, close, close friends, someone that I love and appreciate, thankful to have in my life. Uh, before I say who it is, uh, a couple of years ago, people started seeing these shirts on social media and all around the place. Celebrities started wearing them and people around churches started wearing them. And it was these shirts that said, Jesus loves you. That's it. And it started off as some shirts that were going around It became this huge movement. And uh, today, I'm actually sitting with the founder of Jesus Loves You Company, Mr. Trent Jackson. Can we make some noise for Mr. Trent Jackson, who is in the building today? Thank you, guys. What's going on, my boy? What's up, man? You doing good?
1: Yeah, man. I'm excited to be here. Uh, Excited to be sitting beside you Um, and ready for this conversation, man. I think it's going to be real good.
0: Absolutely. You look good.
1: Thank you, bro. You do, too. Your, your
0: outfit looks really good, man. Thank you, man. You're making me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that that hat is fire. I'm going to need you to send me one
1: of those. Oh, no. I got you, bro.
0: No. But listen, dude, first of all, thanks for coming to Orlando
1: to hang out with us. Oh, absolutely, man. I was very excited about this. So where are you actually from? Because you don't live in Orlando. No, I live in Atlanta. I was born in Atlanta, raised in uh, South Georgia. I actually grew up on a farm uh, about three hours south of Atlanta. And True. Now now we've been back in Atlanta probably about 5 6 years consistently and that's that's home. So I don't know anything about farm life. Did you have like cows,
0: chickens, <laughs> like the whole nine? No,
1: nah, we just had a lot of uh property. I, I had a horse one time. It it True. ran away the night I got it. I, uh, okay, I understand your dog ran, running
0: away. Your horse ran away?
1: Yeah, dude. I don't know what happened, man, and uh it was this was a an intelligent horse I got it from this dude and uh next morning I woke up he called me and it somehow made its way back to his house which was like 10 miles away that's wild never never heard of anything like that so I scratched horse ownership after that gotcha what was your horse's name little man Little man? Yeah. That's such a great name for a <laughs> yeah. horse. I very get. creative, right? Super creative.
0: Okay, so you live in Atlanta, grew up in South Georgia. Trent, how old are you?
1: Uh I just turned 25 in July.
0: That's incredible. And so most people, you know, they hear about Jesus Loves You Company. They see you. They don't know how young you are and how yeah. young you were when you got started. And so... I know that you try to be pretty humble about it and you don't talk about it a lot but like Jesus loves you company has become just this huge company um really quick just so people can have like an idea you're running this business you're making merchandise you're selling clothes how many pieces of clothing are you like selling a day how many pieces of clothes are you shipping out every day
1: daily um daily's a little tough I'll go off of Last month, last month we sent out a little over 11,000 orders with an average of like 2.5 to 3 pieces per order. So 35,000 pieces in a month. That's crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: And so those of us who like follow you and like follow your life, we see you traveling all over the place and like going to conferences and obviously starting all these brands and like doing all these things and like it's so cool to see that like you love jesus you're a christian but you're also like yeah. a businessman and that's so cool but a lot of people don't know your story of like how you became those things and how you became the person that you are today and i feel like you we always talk about like you get a million dms a day like how do i start a business like yeah. how do i start a dream how do i start a clothing brand like i have this creative idea like how do i actually make it happen but like you have this huge multi-million dollar business now, but it didn't start that way.
1: No, not at all.
0: So, like, tell me, like, how you became Trent Jackson. Like, where did it start where, like, you wanted to sell clothes or you wanted to do business or, like, you wanted to make a difference? Like, where did that start in yeah. your
1: life? Um, the clothing side. I'll talk about the the clothing side. Where that came in, I did even, I'm not even really a good designer, guys. Like, it takes, the reason our stuff is so simple is because I don't really know how to do much more, um but we started, I got into clothing because I actually visited this church out in LA. And whenever I was out there, this was like the first church that was doing like church merch really well. You know, it wasn't corny, it, it was like dope stuff. And everybody there wore it. And it was just like this community, it didn't matter if you were wearing the same thing as 50 other people, it was like, now nah, we're repping the same thing. Yep. And I was like, how dope would it be to create something that just like my people could wear, um, which actually wasn 't Jesus loves you, It was another brand that I started that was called Atlanta apparel, yeah, uh, shout out the oG um, <laughs> and that 's really how it started. was just like I wonder if I could get ten of my friends to just wear these shirts true um, and then that that kind of went into Jesus loves you from there gotcha. I remember when I first met you. You were selling T-shirts literally out of a box. I was hustling, guys. Like, I miss the days of selling out of my car, out of my trunk. Um, but for real, like, when I met Jonathan, I had a, a cardboard box in my trunk. And I was like, hey, man, you trying to, you trying to... I just met him. I was like, hey, man, you got Cash App? You trying to get a shirt?
0: <laughs> so, like, so many people, they think, you know, they see people who do big stuff and they're like, I can't do that because I don't have the money, I don't have the resources, I don't have the creativity, I don't have the time, like, but literally, when you start, you were literally selling a few t-shirts out of a box, and, like, now you're doing all the stuff that you're doing now. Yeah. Becky, last night when she was preaching, she was talking about, like, having a dream, right, mm-hmm. and, like, believing for God to, like, accomplish those things, and, like, to dream bigger, and to think bigger, like, What do you say to the person that says, man, I've got these dreams, I've got these passions, I've got these ideas, but like, I don't know how to get there. I don't know what to do. Like, what was that like for you when you were like, I have these ideas, but like, I don't know what to do with this.
1: So there's there's a piece that we have. It's a tan hoodie. It says, check front for good news. And then on the front, it has our logo. I designed that piece while I was homeless. I was uh, living in my truck in a field in Chattanooga wow. um, because I felt like I was supposed to move to Chattanooga and I didn't really have a, a place to live whenever I, I first moved there. And so I'm in the back of my truck and I'm, I'm sketching stuff out and I I just drew this horrible... I, I suck um, like actual drawing, even worse than I am on a computer. And uh, I sketched out this hoodie and I was like, Yeezy type colorway, sand, nudish color, big Helvetica font on the back, check front for good news. Until today, that is our top selling piece. Wow. Um, And to make that happen, man, it just, it took a lot. Like I grew up broke. Like we we didn't, we didn't have money. Um, And whenever I started Jesus Loves You, I didn't have any money. And I was like, dang, how the heck can I make this happen? Yeah. And uh, man, you just, you gotta, get, you gotta find a way to make it work. So for me, I uh, searched YouTube videos. I watched YouTube videos on how to repair MacBooks, right? And uh, I found this guy on eBay who was selling these broken MacBooks. And I bought a pallet of them. I bought like 70 or 80 MacBooks that were broke and then I bought all the parts that I thought I would need to fix them. And at this point I probably had like $28 in my bank account. And um, I invested in these MacBooks, fixed them all, and then I went on Facebook Marketplace and I flipped them for 200 bucks a piece and that money I set aside and that's what bought our first. Run of hoodies and tees and everything that people see was that MacBook money. So that's crazy. It's just like, yeah, like the the dream is what's gonna fuel you. I always say it this way: like I built the ship and God sent the wind because like it's gonna it takes work. Like it takes Wait, ground. Hold work. Up. Can
0: you say that again?
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I say that I built the ship and God sent the wind. That's good because you, I mean you're required to do groundwork even if you have a, like a God dream um like it's not just like gonna happen, yeah like especially if it's something that you really believe in and you want God to blow up that was that was my prayer when I started Jesus loves you was one God, I want this to be so big that I would be stupid to credit myself, yeah, and then two I want to sell out of everything in thirty days um it it's it took that grinding work, I started like printing the first The first run of Jesus Loves You, I printed myself, and it was in a section no bigger than where we're sitting right now. It was just a little utility closet um, that I printed everything in, in my house. Um, So there was a lot of just, like, grunt work in the beginning, man. Sure. I think that's, you know, a big part of it is, like, you know, you still got to build the ship. You can pray for the wind yep. and God will send it, but he has to have a ship there ready to go. I
0: love that. Sometimes people think God's just going to make it happen. You still got to put in the work. Yeah. Now, one thing I love about you is everything that you do, you're super passionate about it. And, and there's always a reason why you do everything. Can I ask you a question? Why Jesus loves you? Like, how did that start? Why did you say, I'm going to do Jesus loves you company?
1: Yeah. Um, so I was i am make this story kind of quick. I was at this fashion panel. So imagine this, but like six people. And I was basically there just setting chairs up and listening. And uh, this, they were talking about business and different stuff like that. And long story short, one of the guys said something um, along the lines of, it's what's called brand cohesion is like keeping your brand in line. So making sure that like things match, making sure that you're staying consistent across platforms and whatnot. And he asked the crowd for an example. He was like, okay, let's build an example. What is the first, he called on somebody. He said, what's the first cliche that comes into your mind? This lady responds immediately, Jesus loves me. And I'm everybody laughs, and I'm sitting there like, dang. I was like, that is crazy that the love of Jesus has become the first cliche to come to this lady's mind. Wow. And then the second thought was, dang, but she's right. Yeah. You know? And I was like, that's been such like a watered-down statement. And he went from a place of saying, okay, well, let's talk brand cohesion. He was like, you can't name your business jesus loves me clothing and then make your website name something like jesus loves you company and immediately whenever he said that I felt like God laid the phrase turn the conversation around and in my head I started thinking about the song like if you if you grew up in church um, you're going to know the song jesus loves me this i know for the bible tells me so dude, I just got so convicted for the people who don't give a crap what the Bible... I don't know if I can say crap. Um, Don't give a crap like what the Bible says, because you're going to run into those people, right? And so in my eyes, I was like, man, we've really formed this passive ministry, evangelism, Christianity, where it's like we really rely on a Bible to tell people so People, some people don't have parents or grandparents are dragging them to church to be in Sunday school, to sing a song, to learn lyrics, to learn Bible stories. And it's like, who is the one that is, is representing Jesus to them? And that's what Jesus loves you, like, was birthed out of, was the idea of, like, now we need to be active about this, turn the conversation around to a point of saying, like, now I, I I know this, like, for me, and if I need to be reminded of it, I can read my shirt too but also like this is like an outward yeah. thing that we're working on um and so the only I had all these thoughts the only like quiet place that I could escape to was the bathroom I've built 3 businesses out of a bathroom that's that's facts and I went to the bathroom I've been wasting my time in the back. I'm on TikTok <laughs> when I go to the bathroom
0: I need to start making some businesses
1: I uh I I built the logo I bought the website domain I um um, signed up for the Instagram and I just prayed in that bathroom. I said, God, don't let me do this. If it's just going to be a hustle, masquerading as your name. Wow. Like, don't let me do this. If it's just to hustle and build clout to build whatever. And then I'm just slapping your name on it because it works. Yeah. And because I prayed that I waited a year before I could start the business because like, I was like, I'm gonna, this is going to be a heavy conviction on my heart before I put it out. True. So I don't even know what the original question was, but that's the story of me creating Jesus loves you from a bathroom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I really need to reevaluate my life and what I do in the bathroom. (laughs) Um, Bro, so I feel like I I travel pretty often, and I feel like I can go to the airport. I could be in a Starbucks in the middle of America. I could go anywhere, and somewhere I'm going to see someone that has something that says Jesus loves you on it. Yeah. Literally, it's just been moving so much. Every conference I go to, even at FMD, I've seen people like you saw yeah. people who have the Jesus loves you merch on them. We were in the back with Pastor Ray earlier and he's had the shirt last night. Is there any stories that you have of a, a cool story of what's happened because of a Jesus loves you shirt or a Jesus loves you hat or like something that happened yeah. because somebody saw that, whether it was something that happened to them or something that happened to somebody else because they had the merchandise on.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, one immediately comes to mind and it's always very hard for me to tell and not cry, but it was actually really early on, you know, we're, we're going on, going on four years this coming like February. Yeah. Um, this, this particular one happened three months into the company. So I told you guys, like, I prayed the prayer of God, I want to sell out of everything in 30 days. Well, we sold out of everything in three days. And let me just add a note for, for people thinking like, dang, I wish I could do that. I, we had like 500 followers. So it, it was not like crazy, like we had a lot of traction or anything like that. It was just like, "Nah, we know, we know that, this, 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 that God breathed on this. Um, but anyways, this we sold out of everything in three days. In about three weeks, we started having ambassadors pop up. Like, we just got an order from Australia? We just got an order from New Zealand? True. Like, I, I, what? And everything changed for me three months into the company whenever I got sent a picture of, it was a picture of an underground church that was meeting in China. And somehow, I tell you it's so hard for me to tell, um, Somehow, this whole group of people that were meeting secretly got a box of our tan logo teas, and they sent in a picture of them in what looked like a just dirt room um, all wearing jesus loves you teas and then one of the ladies had um her baby in Mm -hmm. one of our tote bags. If you've ever seen our, like the baby
0: was in the tote bag. Yeah, (laughs)
1: dude, that's amazing. They were holding that guy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) but dude, I saw that picture and I made a comment that day. I was like, man, we aren't, we, we, there's no way we can just be a clothing line. If we're going to do this, like this is a movement. And that's where that phrase came from that I started using a lot in the company is like, we are a movement framed as a clothing line. Like, it's 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 a heart passion that I figured out how how can I frame this conviction into something that allows me to scale it and allows me to get it to a lot of people. My avenue, my tool, just happened to be clothes. Yep. But the heart of this thing is a movement, bro, and like lives were really changing, and that that changed the game for the company, bro.
0: True. I I can't stop thinking about that baby in the tote bag
1: yeah i mean little dude was just like it didn't look comfortable at all like i probably wouldn't do it but they did true
0: man I, i think whenever you have like purpose behind what you do it just changes everything yeah right like when you have your why behind the what of what you do like it's been so cool to watch you just as your friend um That you don't like, you have a business, which is cool, but like, you're really out here trying to change people's lives, Mm. trying to love people, trying to help people. What encouragement do you give to somebody that's watching this podcast, that's in the audience right now, that's listening on the treadmill, and they're saying, I've got a dream, I've got a a plan, I've got this thing that I want to do. How has it, because you were talking earlier about how like, you didn't want it to just be a business. Mm-hmm. You wanted it to be something that helps people. Yeah. How do you fight the temptation to not make it about the thing that you're doing, but how it affects people?
1: Yeah. That's easy. You got to create from a place of conviction instead of comparison, like you, you have to get to a, a place where, okay, when I say conviction, it's not just like, are you convicted? about alcohol, are you convicted about cussing, are you convicted about music? For me, when I use the word conviction, what I mean by that is what is something that grips my heart so much that if I don't do this, I feel like I'm like not fulfilled, right? So what, what are those heart convictions for you? You gotta create from a place of that because if you slip into a place of creating from comparison. And what I mean by that is looking at Jesus loves you and being like, man, I really want to, you know, why, why am I not able to do it on that? Or looking at somebody on social media, Becky kind of hit on that last night. Um, man, whenever you start like dabbling in comparison, you slip so easily into duplication and then something, a creative idea that God has breathed on you now is starting to look like somebody else's vision because you, 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 you went from comparison to duplication in a matter of a moment and the way that you make it where it's something like, okay, I don't want this to just be a hustle. Like it's okay to make money. Like it's okay to build a business. It's because it allows a lot more opportunities for whatever that calling is. Yep. But if you start from a place of being grounded in the conviction, then nothing can shake that. A bad week of sales cannot shake that. But if you're building from a place of, dude, I need to build a big business, then a bad week of sales will kill you. Yeah. So you got to just be so firmly planted in that conviction that if your mom doesn't understand it and she says something and it's like doubtful of, of what that vision is... That you can, in respect, be like, well, I I appreciate you saying that, but inside it gasses you up. It's like, let's go, another doubter. I miss being doubted so much. So whenever somebody comes to me now and they say something that's like, nah, dude, that's a little crazy. I'm like, finally, I've been waiting for you to say this. Um, Because, man, it's just it's all rooted in conviction. So it fuels me whenever people are like, nah, that's crazy.
0: Man, last question that I want to ask you. Um, and then at the end, I'll do a little speed round of just random rapid fire (laughs) questions. Um, man, you, God's bless you with influence. God's bless you with this awesome company. God's bless you with resources, which is like super cool to see. Um, how do you not lose yourself in the midst of all that stuff? Because it would be so easy to get caught up in like you feel like you made it and you feel like you don't need God. You feel like you don't need anybody. How do you stay grounded and not lose yourself in the midst of all of that?
1: Yeah. I think to a certain degree you will. Like you you have to go like through a bit of a journey. Um, whenever you're elevated, like you have to go through layers of like knowing more of who you are and the only way to do that is going through seasons where you don't know yeah and it's like i have like good people like i have a jonathan you know i have i have different friends that's like my my they what what, what do like they say about me my small circle and whenever i'm like mixed up and everything i'm going through or like i don't I turn to my, my my day. What what do they think about this? Yeah, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like counsel, um, but you you will go through that a little bit. And and personally, I think that's okay because like in order to turn a a ceiling into a floor, when whenever I say that, it's like if this room was to to be the the measuring stick of success, this is the floor. That's the ceiling. At some point, you're gonna have to. Bust through that, or you're just going to be held right there, and then that ceiling's going to become your new floor. So, the only way that you can do that is to experience new levels of who you are yeah. and like sharpen that, you know?
0: True. Dude, I love that. A couple of quick questions before I let you go. Let's go. Favorite cereal?
1: Favorite cereal? Yeah. Frosted Flakes. My guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, God.
0: Favorite sports team?
1: Georgia Bulldogs.
0: Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. So, college football guy.
1: Are they playing right now? Has the game started? No? Okay. I was about to have to leave, bro. <laughs> bro, how tall are you? 6'5 um, on a good day if my posture's, you know, working with me. True. 6'3 um, a, on a on a regular day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. Favorite show growing up?
1: Smallville.
0: Really? Yeah, dude. Favorite movie of all time?
1: <laughs> um... I know,
0: (laughs) I don't know. Mine is the greatest Disney movie ever made,
1: which was Toy Story. Oh man, yeah, I can see that. You've raised up a cult of Disney people, bro. (laughs) This is like...
0: Favorite Jesus Loves You shirt.
1: Man, I would have to say it's the, I apologize for mean Christians. Mm. Yeah. That one that one was a game changer. Yeah. Um allowed a lot of conversations with people who don't care about Jesus at all, but they were like, "Okay, what well, what is this about?" because I relate with this sure. and getting to have that conversation. One thing that I, I really want to share um that that hit me last night and it's something that, you know, I trained myself in, but also have coach other people through is if you have if you have a dream in here no matter what that is if it's, if it's business related dope if it's you know family related dope like whatever, whatever that, that thing is like get it, get it in your head be careful be so careful with who you share that with reason being is God has not prepared Everybody around you to be able to host the dream that he's given you. It's good, right? and Whenever people lack understanding and they can't like break something down they can't make sense of it the next human instinct is to doubt it so it's like if I say I'm going to work with Kanye West. If I say that I'm going to work with Drake. If I say I'm going to collab with T.D. Jakes, right? And I say that to the wrong person who thinks it's crazy. Something that God gave me, I am now opening up defenses for doubt. And I, I made that mistake early on with my first company, right? I designed first hoodie and I'm like this is crazy bro it wasn't like it was just one word right but I'm like this joint fire and I sent it to like 20 people I'm like yo how crazy is this it has one word on it I got back responses like ah well bro I mean yeah it's cool I don't I don't I don't know I don't know I think you could be more creative or yeah, I wouldn't wear it personally, but I, I think, and bro, I was not set enough in, in that dream that God had gave me, and so I started doubt, and I was like, dang, okay, tr- back to the drawing board, Yeah, and I never know if that was the design, like, I, I wound up releasing that design, and it, it went crazy, but I could have easily scratched that and designed off of what everybody else was saying, so if I can leave you with one thing, it, you're not crazy, it is possible. It's it's so freaking possible. Um, you're talking to a, a farm boy from South Georgia right now. Yeah. Um, and then just be careful and ask God for above anything discernment of when and who to share those dreams with. Because some people are going to pour into them and some people are going to pull away from them. So be careful with that and just grind like you know, don't, don't sleep a full eight hours sometimes if it means that you're working on something. And that's cool because you're, you're building something and God's going to honor that. Come on. That's all I got. Sorry. No, <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Can we get it for our friend Trent
0: Jackson, everybody? Thank you guys. Thank you. Thanks for being part of this conversation. Thanks for being my friend. Um, thanks for being you, bro. Know that we love you. We appreciate you. To everybody that's watching, whether you're a creative, whether you're a pastor, whether you're a young entrepreneur, whatever the case is, we hope that this podcast has been encouraging for you, been a blessing for you, that the story of Jesus loves you, inspires you in your story. And so we love you guys. We'll see you on the next podcast. Take care, everybody. This is Pastor Jonathan saying thank you so much for watching this video. We hope that you found it helpful, encouraging, or inspiring. If you want to have more content like this, do us a favor. Press the like button. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. Turn on that little bell so you can get all the notifications and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Love you. See you soon.